A very good morning to you. Welcome to Friday's show. Right, let's bring you back to a very happy memory from a few years ago. It's Limerick 316, Galway 218, a late free for Galway, Joe Canning, 48 metres out from his own goal, three in from the near sideline, here's Canning, he's dropping it in, he's going to be short, it's broken away, Limerick have it, Limerick are coming away with yeah! oh, yeah, Limerick have beaten Galway! Limerick have been accepted into the hurling gates of heaven for the first time since 1973. We are the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Champions. Declan, it's over to you. Leo Varadkar is even shedding a tear. Yeah, it was 45 years of waiting to hear a Limerick captain say that in a senior hurling final at a packed Croke Park. And what a journey this team has taken us on since. And here we are again, an All-Ireland final weekend on Sunday, a bit earlier than traditionally in the middle of July. But we certainly won't complain if it's the right result on Sunday. And it looks like it's going to be sweltering. For example, the Irish Daily Mirror says sweltering temperatures could see us smash our hottest ever day. Ireland's all-time high still stands at 33.3 degrees Celsius, recorded at Kilkenny Castle in 1887. We keep the fingers crossed uh, that they can have that title, but it's not to do that, the one on Sunday. And uh, Met Aaron are saying we're already looking at 30 or 31 degrees this weekend, and it seems that Monday will be the warmest day. So there's enough time for temperatures to go even higher. That all means that Croke Park will be sweltering. Be great for people enjoying the game. Although remember all the tips about wearing the hats and the sunscreen and keeping hydrated and all of that. If uh, you're at Croke Park or indeed if you're out at the Gaelic grounds for uh, the big screening of the game, but for the players on the pitch, it's going to be pretty tough indeed. And we saw water breaks, of course, uh, during the pandemic. And you'd think now that water breaks might be a bad idea uh, for the players uh, on Sunday. But whether that gets introduced or not, I do not know. Now, I did walk warn you yesterday that it would be earlier in the show we'd be running our fantastic competition with Board Gosh Energy and I meant it. Limerick today have teamed up with Board Gosh Energy this week to give you the chance to go to the All-Ireland Hurling Final and bring three of your friends plus €1,500 in cash. Borgosh Energy celebrating the launch of their new online show, Gift of the Gab, G-A-A-B, in their search to find Ireland's best couch commentators and give them a platform to showcase their punditry talents. Contestants will compete in a number of tasks under the watchful eye of some punditry and hurling legends. To win this absolutely fantastic prize, four tickets and the cash, and we've been getting a huge reaction to it, all week. Well, here you go on Limerick today. I'm about to give you the last of the qualifier questions. Answer it correctly. WhatsApp or text us 0861239595 with that correct answer and your name and you could be the last of our five qualifiers to go into the draw a little bit later in the show to see who wins this fantastic 
prize. Uh, so the qualifier question this morning, WhatsApp and texts at the ready. Here we go. How many hurling All-Irelands have Limerick won? How many hurling All-Irelands have Limerick won? Best of luck with that. Someone's going to be very, very happy indeed. I mean, the 1,500 euros spending money itself would be nice. But the four precious tickets to the All-Ireland final, the mad scramble that's going on for tickets, even though we are back to, and it's brilliant to say this, after the pandemic, full capacity at Croke Park. It's just mad. I believe there are calls and messages and WhatsApps and texts and uh, Facebook messages and all sorts going all over the country and abroad to people who have GA connections saying any possible at all that we could see uh, tickets for the final. That's it, that's it! Limerick are the All-Ireland Champions! Back to back for the first time ever! Still Seamus Pelican dinks it in towards Boylan. It'll be over if he gets this. Can't get a one-handed. Boylan to the back of the net! One-handed, left-handed, rattles it. Listen to the crowd. 220 to 20. Incredible scenes at two skilly Every day we go out, the kitchen sink is fired at us. And whatever's left over after is fired as well. And we've had to stand up, take everything's been fired at us all season long. And that's just the way it is. And I don't see it going to change. But I know that every day our boys have stood up and withstood everything that was fired at us. Showing great resilience, determination, composure, calmness, and an ability to see out the game. And I have great trust in that. So I'm worried about nothing. You shake your head really to think that this extraordinary Limerick side goes in with a chance of winning a three in a row and are up against Kilkenny in you know, what could be an epic, epic clash. Released it to uh, Declan Hannan. It's on its way towards the goal. Declan Hannan has one hand on the Mick Mackey Cup. They've dropped it well, well short. It's out towards the available player that Limerick Limerick has broken away. Oshin O'Reilly and Co are involved in yeah, I looked at the top team, the best team in the country. There's no doubt about that. You know, champions for the last two years, gone for three in a row. They have everything that's required to be the top team. They have massive experience now, obviously, but they have skill, they have physicality, they have power. They have a huge um, belief in themselves and a huge team work, a team ethic. In all of them together, they they don't play. They play for each other all the time, and they're huge opposition. And every other, every all the other, anybody who's taken on over the past couple of years in champions. We're in an All Ireland final in two weeks' time. Could you give us a Lim Knockaboo? What's that? Lim Knockaboo means up Limerick. Oh, Lim Knockaboo. Has he done it? Has he done it? Has he won? Limerick Burns over the bar from 20 parishes away. 27 points to 121. Three between them. The clock is already in the red on top of the red. Long ball. Kyle Hayes is back there. Nicky Crane is in there. Right. Yes. And he's all yes. right. yes. 
It's over! And Liverpool went to the final. Have you ever seen a second half of guts and determination? And Limerick will face Kilkenny on July the 17th. What a performance! What a team! Well, three would be the magic number. That's Limerick going for three in a row, but you can be sure their focus will only be on Sunday and this massive clash with Kilkenny. Uh, By the way, where are the historians among you? The number of wrong answers that we're getting in to the qualifier question uh, has to be seen to be believed here. How many hurling All-Irelands have Limerick won in total like? So Google it if you have to Google it and we'll see. Uh, Joe Quaid, he's not going to answer it for you but he'd know the answer. Uh, uh, Limerick hurling legend himself's on the line. Hello, Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm not too bad. The blood is pumping, Joe. The blood is pumping. I'd say you're ready to burst out through the dressing room door yourself. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a massive build-up. I'm up in Dublin, actually. I was doing a, a thing with Colin Parkinson that night with Tom Condon and uh, Richie McCarthy and... I, I reckon that if there was a ball thrown in last night, we we, we could have taken the title. <laughs> I believe that, no question about it. Ah, listen, this is special, isn't it? And it is a classic final. You know, Limerick versus Kilkenny on a warm day in Croke Park. So you really couldn't ask for more. A full house as well. Well, I suppose, look, to be honest, before the 18, I thought I'd probably never see a, a Limerick win in all Ireland in my lifetime. Um, now to be fair to me with the prospect of winning a three in a row and beating Kilkenny um, if Carlsberg did three in a row they probably wouldn't do it any better than that you know it's it's probably the ultimate way to win it and um, you know I'd be confident enough in the lads that they're just they're just a serious bunch of athletes serious bunch of hollers and, and the biggest compliment I can pay them is they're all nice guys as well to go with it yeah, and Joe, the piece we played just before you came on there, uh, it featured Luke chatting to Peter Jones of all people of Dragon's Den, and he got him in as a Limerick supporter with Limna Kabu. Um, and when we were out at the pro am, we were chatting to JP McManus himself, and he basically said the same thing. You know, he said that you know winning a final against Kilkenny would add an extra layer to the whole um, fantastic history, recent history of this Limerick side. Look, Kilkenny have the, the standard bearers of holding. They have been um, since I was born. Um, I was born in 72. Limerick played in 73, 74. My, my father, Lord Emerson, was involved as a selector. Um, and probably one of his proudest moments ever was being part of a, a management team that beat Kilkenny in 73. Um, so, look, they're the, they're the pinnacle of holding. Um, and that's where these lads. I think it'll be just a reward for the lads and for the effort they've put in, and for their talent. Really, I suppose, George. They're just phenomenal, phenomenal athletes. And uh, you know, the work that John Kiley and Paul and, and the lads in the backroom team have done with these guys is just is just brilliant. And look, go back ten years ago, ten twelve years ago, when there was a, a strike on in Limerick. Um, you know, and look where we are now. It's 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 
fairy tale stuff. Yeah, it is fairy tale uh, stuff. And you're right to point out that it, it was a journey to 2018 and beyond. It certainly didn't happen overnight, Joe Quaid. But I mean, you know, as a goalkeeper yourself, I mean, you would have had a special relationship with the Limerick supporters, wouldn't you? Often behind you uh, in the terrace, uh, or indeed sometimes the opposition supporters as well. I was just going to say, Joe, the, the Limerick supporters would be fine since the opposition supporters you would develop a kind of a unique bond with. Um, <laughs> And uh, what, what would happen? I mean, obviously you're focused on the game, but uh, would you hear the odd comment? Would you ever be tempted in your career to react? I've reacted once or twice. Um, unfortunately, the show is on too early in the morning to yes. repeat what was said to me and sure. what I said back. But sure. um, no, look, it was all done in good banter. And to be fair, Joe, one of the things, once the match starts, you, might, you could have 100 people, 1,000 people, or 80,000 people. You really won't. You don't know what's going on. Um, development, the ball's turning. You're concentrating on one thing, and that's what's happening inside the four lines. And, that's, that's uh, really and can I just ask you about that? Yeah. So, are you saying then that, um, in in ways, it's like you're back on a pitch with nobody watching? That it's it, that's the level of focus. It is because I suppose, and people find it hard to believe. No, obviously, if you get a score or make a save or something, and a cheer goes up, it gives you a lift. But it's it's just that minute, that couple of seconds when it happens. You're you're back. It does a job to be done, and I suppose one of the the hardest thing for goalkeepers is to keep that focus when you're out in the middle of the field and you're running around. It's probably even less noticeable. Yeah. But when you're in goals, you hear kind of comments and and whatever. But you you actually switch off. Um, unless of course you're winning handy or you're getting you're getting well beaten. Yes. Um, but in a tight game, you really wouldn't take any notice of the crowd, Joe. Now, we're chatting to Joe Quaid, a Limerick great himself, a hurler of renown, and of course, a member of the family, Nicky Quaid. Um, he'll been our goalkeeper for a number of years and robbed blind for save of the year in 2018, of course, that famous one against Cork that somebody somewhere in the bowels of Dublin media decided it wasn't a save at all, which is the weirdest thing ever. But anyway. That was, that was actually Cork, Joe. That was Donald O'Grady. We won't blame the dubs for that one. It was, it was sorry, sorry. I apologise to all dubs then. Uh, but 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 on a serious devil, I mean, um, Nicky has had a really good few um, years, hasn't he, in, in that role? But clearly, there could be shots raining in from all angles against Kilkenny on Sunday. Look, to be honest, Joe, there's it's a lot about Kilkenny. They have to go for goals, and they have to do this, and have to do that. This game will take on a complete life of its own. Brian Cody will be telling the Kilkenny lads, if we need to win this by scoring 35 points, we need to do that. The, the game, and that's what we love about the game of hurling. It's it's something you can plan a certain amount for. But the game is so quick, it's so fast, it's so fluid, that anything can happen. And I think they'll have, while you can have a certain amount of planning in it, um, you could see there might be a goal scored, there could be 10 goals scored. Um, and and that's that's what we love about the game. But look, while Nicky's in there, I've often said this. Uh, I said it's uh, it's actually sickening at times. He actually makes the job look so easy. <laughs> uh, well, the mayor of Limerick City and County, uh, newly elected indeed, I think it's come the end of his first week. Francis Foley's on the line as well. Hello, Mayor. Good morning, Joe, and good morning to your listeners. Are you as excited as the rest of us? Joe, I just, I was just thinking there, listening to the clips uh, there at the start of your programme, I said, isn't it a great way to start on Friday morning and start now weekend? 
uh, facing our island fighting. So we really just looking forward to, to the weekend. And I think, and hopefully, we'll have a next weekend then to be a very fruitful weekend for us. And what about from your perspective? You know, as mayor, I mean, it's probably the first time you'll ever go to Croke Park and you'll be treated with great honour and privilege. Yes, I, I'm looking forward to, to Sunday, uh, I suppose, as a political representative for the last number of years, it's, it's going to be a great honour for me to represent the people of Limerick City and, and the county in Crow Park next Sunday. And I'm really looking and relishing the idea of being in Crow Park on Sunday. Now, be honest, Mayor, were you trying to wind up Kilkenny this week by sending presents up there, or what were you at? Well, as you know, we're caring people down here in Limerick. Uh, we, we, we like to share. And uh, obviously... Uh, Ahead of the big clash next Sunday, uh, we decided to send the mayor to Kilkenny a therapy hamper. So we realised that he could be under a bit of pressure uh, next Sunday. So we felt that we'd include 11 nights in the hamper for him. And as I say, we sent a lovely hamper to, to the mayor of Kilkenny. And he uh, uh, rang me on yesterday and he acknowledged the thought. And uh, he said, look, why he welcomed the hamper and to the next to the hamper, uh, there'd be some items in it that he didn't think he'd be, he'd be needing. Such so, as, such as you know, let's say the well, we we put in a lovely book in for him, which included uh, the book is called Back to Back. It's a photographic uh, profile of of Limerick two in a row. <laughs> and now, as I explained to him, we'd probably have to update that book after next Sunday. He felt not really that they're probably producing their own book after next Sunday. So look, we we as I said, we discussed various different things in the hamper, and as I said, he was delighted with a lot of them, but felt that we. Might need he might need some of them, so I agreed to meet him above in Jones Road next Sunday morning. We we're going to discuss uh, what was in the hamper and what he didn't need, and uh, hopefully uh, I have a bit more information on Sunday when I meet him. But in, I also invited him down to two scale grounds on, Sunday, on Monday yeah. evening for the celebration. So I don't think he was very happy with the invitation for that either. But sure, look, we'll discuss it on Sunday, please, guys. Good, good stuff. Um, uh, Joe, I, I have to be honest and say, I'm seeing Brian Cody in my nightmares this week. And, and every time I hear even the clip we played of him uh, there, talk about a wily old fox now. Look, I, you go down to Kilkenny and it's a, it's a very, very divided county. You've the, the Brian Cody camp and the anti-Brian Cody camp. And I suppose... Um, Henry being involved with, with Galway didn't really help that. Um, and look, to be honest, I, I actually said it. I'm glad, not just because let me come in at that Galway and Kilkenny are meeting in the final, because the final should be about the players. And if Galway got into it, it would be completely about the management. Um, but Did you think that too much was made of that handshake thing or what? This year? Uh, I just said, oh, look, I... Uh, a night of great time for Brian Cody. I, I probably know Brian slightly better. I've met him more times than I'd have met Henry. I, I thought the optics of it wasn't good on Brian's behalf. I, I thought, I thought to be honest, he probably let himself down. It was something that didn't need to be done. But look, as, as Joe, I always said, there's three sides to every story. There's Brian's, you know, there's Henry's, and then there's the truth. Yeah. So I, I'd love to, I'd love to find out what the truth was. Yeah, no, I know, I know what you mean. Okay, and just Mayor, before I let you go, um, I know you'd want to say something about uh, a very sad and uh, premature death this week in Limerick politics. Uh, and uh, you know, we had one uh, only recently. Uh, this time, it was a former councillor and Cahirlach of uh, the council, uh, Finnegan's David Nocton, who passed away. Uh, that's correct, Joe. Um, it was with great sadness that I heard of the, uh, of the passing of the area. 
Uh, I got to know Adelia. I was first elected in 2004. And I got to know Adelia on my first day in in the chamber. And David came over to me and he wished me the best and offered me advice. And then he was there for, and he was in, in fairness to David, he was always there for you. I became very, very friendly with David over the years. And we attended a lot of gathering, gatherings together. He was the sort of, of a party anywhere we went. He was, he was a great character, a great, 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 great friend of mine. And it's, I'm so sorry to hear his sudden passing yesterday. Like David was a, he was a great father, and he was a great father to Trevor and to, to Damien and to Barry and to Karen and Anne Marie. He was also a great husband to Geraldine. And, and I know that, that that when he became he became uh, Carhillock of the council, he said that he lost uh, Geraldine that year. And it, it was very hard for him. And he later admitted that while it was a great honor to become Carhillock, the timing was not right uh, coming so soon after the passing of Geraldine. So my thoughts and my prayers are with. Nocton family and the wider circle of friends that Davy had a lot of circle of friends he was a great great character a great friend and he was an outstanding an outstanding public representative and he represented the people of his area the people of Palestine with distinction over the years and I'll say we really missed Davy he was, he was, he was, he was, some, okay. he was some, some, some character Alright well listen may he rest in peace and thank you very much uh, Mayor of Limerick City and County Councillor Francis Foley for that and indeed for the chat about the game this Sunday and thank you as well to Limerick Hurling legend Joe Quaid for joining us and we're going to have lots more of course in the build up to uh, the All-Ireland Hurling Final on this show on sport here and uh, we'll have the Saturday sports show in the morning and then on Sunday from 9 uh, on the greatest hits and best of Irish with Declan he'll be handling hundreds of requests as he always does on a big match day people travelling to the game uh, we'll have coverage from the big screen at the Gaelic grounds and there's still tickets available uh, for that if you're uh, not going to the match uh, family friendly day uh, ticketmaster.ie or live95.ie from 1 till 3 we'll have a build up at the Crow Park Hotel so make sure you drop along if you are in Dublin and then from 3 o'clock it'll be full live commentary of of Limerick versus Kilkenny in the All-Ireland Hurling Final 2022. Much more to come. Call Limerick today now on 461995.